0: Welcome to the EXO 18 Leadership Podcast with your hosts, Ed Ivey, Christy Ivey, and Kelly Sherpy. Whether you are a pastor, a ministry leader, or leading a kingdom business, this podcast will help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Founded on the principles of Exodus 18, our team discusses leadership challenges that will provide you with encouragement,
1: insight, and ideas. All right. Welcome back to the XO18 Leadership Podcast. This is Kelly Sherpy here with our co-founders. Ed Ivey and Christy Ivey. Say hi guys.
2: Hi. Hi, hi guys. guys.
1: <laughs> we're super excited today. We're really excited.
3: Our energy level is high. Oh my gosh. We You're not supposed
2: to tell everybody that. Why? This is pers- This is internal. I got,
3: I, I got, I got reprimanded for my energy level
1: on the last podcast. So I'm going to be energetic Ooh. today. So. Okay. We're going to see what <laughs> energy, energetic Ed e- looks like ed. today. Energy Ed. I like it. Is yeah. Energy Ed? Uh, how is he? How does he relate to Cool Ed? Are they oh, the same guy? Oh. Yeah, no, no,
3: they're, they're definitely the same guy.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: no, but can not. one appear? It, can Without they appear the it right?
1: Yeah.
3: I, I think they probably go hand in hand. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
1: they,
2: yeah. Okay. Well, since we're talking about Cool Ed. I want to do the honors of introducing somebody that's here with us mm, today. Okay. Do it. Who I fondly call Brion. Brion. <laughs> <laughs> Brion. Yes. Brion. We have a Br- guest. Brion. <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> yes. So Kelly, introduce Brion.
1: I, I would be happy to introduce Brion. <laughs> I can't say it nearly as eloquently as you can. <laughs> She's got a lot more practice. She's got a lot of, uh, this sounds like, yeah, a lot of practice there behind that one. Well, today we have a very special guest um, all the way in from the great state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, right. One of our valued team members, Brian McNabb, hey, is everyone. here with us today. Yeah. Um, I'm going to totally butcher and won't even do you justice by trying to introduce you with all, all of right. your accolades and experience. Well, we
2: have to let Ed interject for a second he, how he refers to Brian.
3: Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I refer to Brian, Brian, as the Russell Crowe ministry mm-hmm. mind, the beautiful mind, the beautiful so mind. Stupid, for organization <laughs> structure. Yes. Amazing.
1: Amazing. Amazing. I mean, Amazing.
3: And, and part of that came just from several years ago. We were working with a particular church, and I said, Brian, come on, go, go with me, and, you know, we're working with it and so as we were working one of the things that that we were doing is helping them with their org chart, you know, create a new org chart for mm-hmm. for their church. And so, you know, we're talking and you know, I'm kind of philosophically and all the different areas and how it looks and so we finally landed on what that really should be and what it should look like. It just needed to be kind of formatted and You know, executed and uh, not executed. Put in writing. Put in writing, and Mm -hmm. so we had a big whiteboard, and I just held the marker up, (laughs) and I handed it to Brian, and I'm like, (laughs) Brian, and he took the marker, and he's just like.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's
3: like his mind. He was just like things, you know. You it would it was definitely a Russell Crowe, yeah. beautiful mind moment. I'm like, that's that's and what he does. And there it is. I that's may have what he does. too
4: much of an affinity for whiteboards and markers.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
3: Amazing. well, the interesting
2: thing is we have a beautiful window right there. We just need to hand you yeah. a marker, mm. and uh, and during this podcast, uh, you might be just whittling away inspired. over there.
4: Yeah. Have yeah. markers will travel. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I uh, I have bit. never found a glass
1: board I didn't like. So. <laughs> Love I it. love it. I love it. Well Brian, uh, share with our listeners a little bit of just your background and your experience and yeah. I've been,
4: uh, been in ministry <laughs> since uh, the 1900s. Wow, <laughs> yeah. many decades. That's what the yeah. kids refer to it Yeah, that's, <laughs> know, <laughs> I'm trying to stay the, relevant. The late 1900s. Uh, the late <laughs> 1900s and 97, I started as a student pastor. I was in student ministry, young adult ministry, groups ministry for 25 or so years, mm. but also served alongside some teams in an executive role, currently uh, a pastor and uh, oversee a campus, but also do all this stuff with you guys, so that's kind of the short version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been doing this a long time and I love it.
2: You know what's so double-edged that we have found here at is that you want to share your experience, but then when you start ex- sharing it, you are like, wow, I'm old. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing I thought was like, goodness gracious, oh 97, my that's a long, long time ago.
2: It's like your life flashes in front of you, and you're <laughs> right. like,
1: wow. We uh, like to now refer to it as our collective experience yes. and not just our individual <laughs> right. experience. Well, I am uh,
4: <laughs> heavy on the collective part because I'm adding a big number to that chunk. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got a great topic today and i know this is something that we have all felt very passionate about having worked with churches and organizations um you know this seems to be something that we keep saying over and over and over again i would like to say maybe it is the achilles heel oh. yes. of success um, in an organization right mm-hmm. so we're talking about the importance of organizational communication yeah ed tell me tell me more well
3: kelly you just mentioned it i mean you know this. This is the primary pain point that that we deal with. Yeah. When we're when we're working with um, different leaders and, and orcs and stuff, this this is the one thing we we don't share it. We don't communicate it through process through the content side of it as that right. all kind of comes out and 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 we work through our our um, our strategic process. It it is it has been the one thing that just continues to rise up. It doesn't matter if it's a small medium large sized church. You can <laughs> be mega true. church, multi-site, it can be you know, mm-hmm. smaller church. It's it's just been across the board that we've seen that just the 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 really for us it's been the breakdown of it. And not yeah. not even just the breakdown but the lack of it. And so that's mm-hmm. why we just felt like it'd be really important for us to, you know, have an episode where we talked about the importance of organizational communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what what is that? You know, what What happens when it's not there when Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, I mean, yeah, right.
2: And just for clarity's sake, Mm -hmm. I would like to add that when we're referring to organizational communication, we're talking about verbal and nonverbal written and, you know, verbal communication Mm -hmm. from the organization Mm -hmm. top down and also um, side to side.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're basically everything communicates.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's or a... isn't being communicated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think what's interesting to me is, and I know that, you know, uh, I feel like organizations figure it out where they are, and then they grow a little bit, and this is mm-hmm. the first thing to tank, right? Is, totally. Is mm-hmm. communication. But I guess I am I continue to be surprised, maybe a little surprised, maybe not. Um, I think at the lack of intentionality in Communication and a communication strategy, and just how many leaders are like, well, I told them once, right. and right, and and it kind of expect it to trickle down or expect it to get where it's supposed to go without, I think maybe the forethought of the intentional communication and really embedding it in a culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
2: have you guys ever done this team building exercise before? Um, I know I have. It was very insightful, where you everybody's handed a piece of paper, and you're instructed to close your eyes and you're start. you get are given directions, fold it this way, tear this edge. And then when everybody opens their eyes, everybody's paper looks different, right? Mm -hmm. And really that's what we see across the Mm -hmm. board in all the organizations that we work with is that dissemination of communication that people are thinking, I said it this way, everybody should have caught it. But it's being interpreted differently, right? By every person in every department.
3: Yeah, you know, I have such a funny story about this because uh, one of one of uh, um, my very close friends in ministry and somebody I just that that I worked for for a number of years and just have to this day the utmost respect for. Um, in pastoring, it was funny because. I was sitting in a, uh, a meeting with him one time, and he's talking and sharing, and, and this is one of the subjects that's coming up, is just the lack of communication, and he just got so frustrated at one point in the meeting. It was, it was funny, because we all started laughing. He's like, dang it, I said it one time already, you know what I mean? How many times <laughs> do I have to say it? I've already said it once, you know? but it's that mentality, right. and especially, I think, the stronger the leader sometimes, mm-hmm. even, you know, a type A type personality mm-hmm. yeah well i've already said it right like why do i need to say that i've already shared the vision right <laughs> i've already told you what our core values are didn't oh. you write them down oh. didn't you just right you know like why isn't this happening and and that that's that really is the frustrate the frustration that we see among high-level lead- uh, uh, high mm. leaders yeah i've already said it because they've already moved on to the next thing they've communicated mission a passion and they've moved on to the next next thing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's where it becomes so critical that there is a communication strategy, which we rarely we you know, we really
1: rarely see. Yeah, that's already in place. That is, that mm-hmm. is absolutely right.
2: And I want to add too, frustrated for the leader and also for everybody on staff, because um, I think everybody on staff wants to move the ball down the field. And okay,
1: hold on. We need to pause and Wait, we need to high-five. Look at Christy with her uh, sports analogy. Oh sports analogy. analogy. Oh. Sports oh. analogy. Oh. Sports analogy. <laughs> I got so
2: scared. I was like, what? <laughs> okay,
1: no. now, but the question is, which field are we on? <laughs> that That is the <laughs> question. If we're moving the ball down, down the episodes, field. Are we on a road or hmm. are we on a... No, no. Are mm-hmm. we on a soccer field? Are we on a football right. <laughs> field? Are we, are we,
2: or are we just in a mall and we're moving the ball down oh the gosh. field of the mall trying now to check off our to-do list we're,
1: we're, we're losing it we're yeah. losing it okay yeah. back <laughs> on track christy back on deck <laughs> <laughs> we just had to take a moment and celebrate well
2: you asked me what field i was
1: on so uh-huh. I'm just saying. we had to take a moment and celebrate christy loves our sports analogies <laughs> not all right back to we're moving the ball okay. down the field
2: right every team wants to move the ball down the field and every team does want clear communication and they want actionable steps. And so I think there's a what we what we find is all parties want the same thing, but there's just a gap.
1: There is. Yeah. There's a gap in the way that communication is given and received mm-hmm. and interpreted right. and all the above. <laughs> and w- and here's the thing, w- without a
3: without a communication strategy system, that's in place departments pick whatever i mean because you know we live in the church world and mm-hmm. you know in in the ngo side of things i mean where that's kind of our sweet spot but it doesn't matter what what it is or what organization if that's lacking what ends up happening is the departments themselves will create their own system it's true mm-hmm. they'll they, solve their own problem they yeah. begin to mm-hmm. create it apart from mission vision and then that's where I mean there it just becomes a debacle especially if you have any type of growth or momentum and you know bec- that that's where there there inevitably is going to be a collision in that well right. and even to that
4: point Ed it's one of those things that people will create and solve their own problems because they're unclear mm-hmm. so they fill in the gap mm-hmm. right? right like we said their gap right. they'll they'll fill it in themselves and then they'll solve and learn ways to communicate and then Leader comes back in, and it's not exactly like he wants. Leader comes back in and is like, why is yeah. this That's not what strategic I said. drift? Right. <laughs> right? Why is this happening? Why are you all way over there? And then you've got to reel them back in, and then the whole department is frustrated.
2: Right. And right. so then
4: it creates confusion, mm-hmm. and confusion kills any kind of confidence. Yeah. So now I'm mm-hmm. going to be hesitant the next time I try to take the initiative. I'm going to be hesitant, and now things fall behind, and it just organizationally slows you down. Yeah,
1: that's a great point. Um, a great point, Breon. Yes, Breon. <laughs> great Brion. point. Um, let's see. Well,
2: I, th- I, I wanted to point out, too, that, uh, like, how, how is this, like, really playing out in real life? And what we're seeing is, I, and I know I'm going to bring some things up, and some listeners are going to be like, ouch, ooh, <laughs> but we all want to get better. So yeah. what, what we're seeing is, what, how is that playing out? when you said, uh Breon, Brian, people are trying to solve their own problems. What it looks like when we step in is we've got, we've got a department on one platform, uh, planning center. We've got another department on this platform. We've got operations on this platform. None of them are talking to each other mm-hmm. and it's creating unintentional silos and um, communication isn't flowing freely, and everybody's not on the same page. Then we're we're um, then it plays out into double booking rooms and just mm-hmm. frustration because there's things aren't being clearly. Everyone's not on the same page, and everybody's on a different platform, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of duct taped together, really.
4: Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to make it work. Because we have a responsibility to move the ball down the field, and we have a timeline, and we have a right. deadline, and we have a goal, and we're all wanting the same thing. Right. But because we're not communicating the same, uh, I look at it like this. I was telling a, a client that I was working with the other day, one of the people that I have the privilege of serving, I was saying there's a difference between a golf team and a football team. right? Sorry for sports analogies again, but mm-hmm. a <laughs> golf team, they're technically a team, and all of them, their effort matters, but it is a very different kind of team than a football team. A football team has to work together. Mm-hmm. A golf team is all about the individual accomplishing their thing.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And so
4: we're trying to move from f- golf teams, right, mm-hmm. that are individual scores that matter for the whole for the whole, to football teams that if you don't do your part and we don't communicate communicate clearly, then we don't move the ball down the right.
2: field. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we see that too in especially uh, maybe churches that had that are just getting off the ground, right. Start. they're in startup mode, which you do, you kind of bootstrap it, you, you mm-hmm. duct tape things together, you're just trying to get launched and get off the ground, and then you get to a certain point where now you've got some momentum, your staff has expanded, your team has expanded, and now you actually need a strategy, or you're going to sink.
2: And right? also, in churches where great things are happening, and just as you mentioned, Kelly, mm-hmm. but they're seeing exponential growth really quick.
1: Right, mm-hmm. they're trying to keep up.
2: And um, what, what happens in that case is everybody is just trying to to stay on top of things yeah. and they're just quickly without thought or without uh, bringing it to a group mm-hmm. they're creating a platform to talk right. to their leaders to talk to their volunteers yeah. and then that's when um, things start getting siloed out
1: right yeah and I feel like that's not the, the other thing that we see consistently is silos mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. within churches ministries organizations right how do we un-silo learning the silos. institutions yeah exactly mm-hmm. how do we break those down yeah you know
3: I'm thinking of churches that they're struggling now because they feel like they have plateaued. We're not growing anymore. We had a season where things were great and all that. And um, it, and they're trying to figure out, because this is the interesting thing. Usually this doesn't come up until we walk through our strategic growth process. Mm-hmm. And then it's like an aha moment. But it, there, there's some, just some simplicity in this as well. But um, I, I don't think churches even realize it until they've plateaued. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Tell me more about that. I mean, you don't see the need for it as long as things are happening. It's true. And then you reach a point where like, okay, well, this campus isn't talking well with this campus and there's conflict here among these people, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's often just a breakdown in, in the communication the, mm-hmm. and how things are streamlined and how cascading communication, how, I mean, how it's, it's working side to side up down. And, and that's where they're trying to articulate, you know, have this frustration, but at times th- that frustration is attached to people. It's attached mm. to a, a ministry, a specific area, and um, I, th- I think that's just, you know, I'm, I'm working with, with a, a great church right now, and, and uh, I, I, there's some internal conflict um, among some of the personnel and, and leaders with, mm-hmm. within this particular particular church, and for me, I, I, I step back and I look and I just say to myself, a lot of this could be fixed just with a solid communication strategy
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh,
3: just uh, y- you know it, it at least not not all of it I mean because there are people issues and all of it too but I mean some of the frustrations just have to do with the communication system mm-hmm. everybody yeah. talking the same language
1: yeah. right yeah. you know absolutely
2: so. and I know in the past um, we uh, rolled out a, a streamlined communication process that Brian, I know you were a part of, and we used a platform, and we were able to break it down into channels for different um, areas of departments or ministries, and we found it very effective. It was a great way to, and everybody said, hey, try to limit text. Don't text that to me. Slack mm-hmm. it to me. We used Slack. And we were just really able to streamline communication. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was very easy.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was
3: life a lot easier. Yeah. It, it was easy as long as everybody was doing it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> because there's always that learning curve. There is. And, and people want to just bail on it, Yeah, right? Because because everybody's created their own systems for right. communication and so to abandon that, wait, well, we've been doing it this way for 3 years and so now you're asking me to change that completely. That's why you have to have buy-in. Mm. You you've got mm. you you have to you have to be able to communicate, imagine. But communicate, it <laughs> on a team level. Right. I mean, there's got to be training, implementation. There's got to be a hey on you know this particular day. Man, we're this is the day of implementation. We're not using our old communication systems anymore. How you've been doing? We're, mm-hmm. you know we're gathering together on a team level, on a church level, on burn a, the ships, baby. Yeah, <laughs> burn the ships. You mm-hmm. know, and and but that that's. Boy, that's uh, that is a struggle. And, and you know, Brian, we I mean we struggled with that yeah, a little we bit. We you followed know, it. because it's you know, but this is the way I've done it and this is the way it works in our department and they'll come up with twenty reasons for why that's still more effective than what you're doing, <laughs> you know. That darn worship yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and here's yeah. the thing
4: here the part of that the part of that that's frustrating is they might be right. For Absolutely. their department. For right. their yeah. department, yeah. Yeah. And so you've gotta navigate that and have an overall team buy in to say mm-hmm. even though this might be right for my department and my silo for all of us to move forward for right. all of us to get better
2: great point
4: we've got to be able to i've got to make a little bit of an adjustment myself and be okay with being a part of the team process of that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's just where buy-in is so important because uh, I, what I feel like is really important, even on the front end, is to get feedback from each one oh, of those department good. heads mm-hmm. as to why they've created the system that they have, how mm-hmm. it's working for them, what are the different components that need to be addressed. So that way they feel heard, right, that they're addressed. They're, the things that are important to their the area that they're leading are have been, have been and are being incorporated into the process, the build out, the roll out, all of those things. And so there's just there's greater buy and it doesn't feel like something that's being done to them, but something that they've been able, at least been able to contribute to. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Kelly, that is a great plug for our next episode. And oh. I just really want everybody to make sure that they not only listen to this episode, but our next episode on Crucial Conversations, mm. because mm-hmm. it, they're vital. Really so just are. a little plug there, a free, yeah. a free commercial. A little plug. <laughs> a little plug. Yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, I think one of the things that we also see when it comes to breakdown and communication, even just talking about rollout and how that, how that looks, is we get high-level leaders that um, are casting vision and like the 30,000-foot view, right? Like they love and they don't mind ambiguity most times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But then when you get down to the executors, right, the people that actually have to implement and put into place the vision that has been cast... They need a very concrete plan. They want they want that broad net to be narrowed down, and they want to have executables. They want to have a very clear target for them to hit so they know what success is and that there's not that strategic drift or that organizational drift that we talked about when they, when they go to implement. Because mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is to be plugging it away at a new thing and then realize you just spent two months of your life going in the wrong direction, doing the wrong thing. Right. I am so glad. Right.
0: Thanks for joining the XO18 Leadership Podcast. We hope that by listening today, you moved a little closer from where you are to where you want to be. Check out our website at exo18.com for some great free resources and stay connected by following us on social media on Instagram at exo18strategy and Facebook at exo18. We hope that today's episode has helped you and been a blessing to you. Be sure to subscribe and thanks so much for being with us.